the liberal international order has seen drastic change especially during the coronavirus pandemic the us has decided to no longer interfere in the world affairs and china has been exerting its power what is going on and what will happen stay tuned for the discussion this discussion is all about the liberal order china us and the indian grand strategy many of us know what is meant by the liberal international order it was created post second world war as the allies decided that there should be no sequel of the world wars like a product which has an expiry date does the present liberal international order also have an expiry date it has clearly started to decline in the past few years this ha- this year has changed the face of the world and accelerated the trend should we expect a new international order such questions will be answered in this episode with me i have one of our most favorite teachers professor mohsin raza khan i welcome you to this episode of jsa podcast series sir thank you anirudh glad to be here yes sir professor mohsin since the nature of global affairs focuses on international relations as well as current affairs i have developed an interest in the national and inter- international news and so the, here are some questions which have cropped up so the first question goes what was or is the liberal international order and what is what was the role of us in this anirudh the liberal order came into existence after 1945 primarily as a way for the us to ensure its own political and economic security so this order had two components one was the economic component and the other the political mainstay of the economic order were free trade which was uh, encompassed in the general agreement on tariffs and trade which later became the wto and also in the britain wood institutions that is in the world bank and imf these were created for the us to have a freer economic international order the us also gave free access to its own market for its allies that is the european western european countries as well as east asian countries such as japan taiwan south korea etc and it helped all of these people all of these countries to develop the political component consisted of us alliance systems such as nato in europe cento in the middle east ciato in southeast asia uh, where political security was provided for these countries in alliance with the us the un at this time was just a formality and it was used to maintain some order in the developing countries but the liberal international order saw its peak after the collapse of the soviet union and the eastern bloc countries and this was only a brief period in the 1990s and early 2000s during this period many countries became democracies trade was further liberalized under the wto uh, china was also given admission into the wto and the us uh, briefly took over the role of a global policeman with humanitarian interventions in bosnia in kosovo and regime changes in iraq libya etc since uh, the middle of the obama presidency the us has started to withdraw from this responsibility to protect or r2p role because of domestic opposition within the us the us public especially after the 2008 financial crisis and the iraq war has a war fatigue and does not want to spend its money or the lives of its soldiers in bringing peace to distant countries okay so uh, the next question is what has been happening to this order sir is it collapsing or uh, you know is may sustaining uh, is trying to sustain or something like that see the liberal order has been shrinking for a while 
during the past eight years or so, the U.S. has not been intervening in humanitarian conflicts anymore, as can be seen in the Syrian conflict, where despite the use of chemical weapons by the regime of Bashar al-Assad, the U.S. chose to not remove him. Or, for example, after the Russian invasion of eastern Ukraine and Crimea, there were no serious sanctions brought upon uh, Russia. The U.S. withdrew in haste from Iraq also, and now looks set to withdraw from Afghanistan. In the economic and trade aspects also, there is a shrinkage of this order, as the U.S. becomes more protectionist. But there is no fear of collapse or complete collapse of economic liberalism, because despite the withdrawal of the U.S. Uh, to some extent, uh, it is not a complete withdrawal. And despite the rise of China, it is in the interest of most countries, including China, to maintain this order, since they are gaining the most out of it in a certain way. In fact, the rise of China would not have been possible without the international liberal order. And uh, China still is a relatively weak country compared to the US, whose GDP, is per, whose GDP per capita is five times or more than that of China. So it is not in China's interest to suddenly go for confrontation. In fact, it feels that its best chance of rising is through this system. Uh, similarly, the U.S. will continue to remain engaged in Western Europe, where it has troops stationed in Germany and the U.K., as well as naval forces in the Mediterranean. It will also remain engaged in East Asia, where it has troops in South Korea and Japan, as well as naval forces in Japan and across the islands of the Pacific. It also has strong naval forces in the Persian Gulf, so China does not want to increase tensions beyond a point, both because of the presence of U.S. forces and China's uh, relative uh, weakness, but also because it has, China has trade relationships with the countries of East, Southeast, and South Asia. So I don't think there will be any collapse of the liberal or international order. Uh, okay, uh, now uh, uh, the next question is... Uh... Is coronavirus a death blow or just a hiccup? What would the post-COVID order look like? So coronavirus is not a death blow to the order. International economies will go into recession, definitely, which means there will be political and economic changes, including trade protectionism, right? Uh, maybe even some tensions between a few countries, such as China and the US. Uh, but the order will continue in its attenuated form that we see at present. Uh, see, I think there's going to be a change of government in the U.S. because uh, President Trump is trailing uh, Biden by over 10%, uh, 10 percentage points. And the economic situation is also going to keep getting worse until November when the elections occur. In fact, the reason that the Trump administration has increased its rhetoric towards China is precisely because of this. Trump is hoping that this nationalism and hypernationalism will help him get some votes. Uh, but if Biden becomes president, that doesn't mean trade and immigration will be liberalized because uh, this uh, seems to be the mood of the country. But at least things will not get any worse and will probably improve somewhat, both on the political and economic sides. So trade and military tensions will remain between US and China, but the rhetoric and war of words will not be so high and they may even strike some deal. Uh, but it will not be a return to old times. I think this was the most productive discussion in past few days. International relations is a vast topic and the liberal international order is a part of it. 
although the trump administration is quite aggressive against china the chinese have also retaliated and gave answers to the us and the world they have also proved that they are no less than the us and that they have been trying to show dominance in many parts of the world thank you professor mohsin for being into this podcast and i'm sure that the concept of liberal international order is now a clarified one since many of us have little bit of doubts little bit or i would like to mention that this episode will be the last one for the season i would like to thank every listener for supporting the team it has been a wonderful journey so far and would like to come up with more dynamic and diverse topics topics stay safe cheers